take two of episode three of summer of terry um we had a little bit of uh, a miscommun- miscommunication me and the internet because i'm an idiot this is the second time we're, we, we're going to record the show i mean it's not going to be too bad it was only about five to seven minutes i'd say uh but we, we started getting to the thick of it this is episode three of summer of terry i'm with alex the intern formerly known as the intern aka ak93hss on twitter uh you can follow him there alex the intern how's it going buddy Pretty good, man. I'm getting ready for my move uh, to San Antonio. I uh, got a brand new job. Uh, got other projects also coming up. Uh, so lots of good things coming up for me. Are you going to yeah. switch to uh, being a Spurs fan or what? Actually, I'm a, I'm going to follow them. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying I'm going to be a fan yet. Because well, you're a Lakers fan, right? Yeah, I like the, uh, I love the Lakers, but. And my low-key team is, is the Mavericks. I love the Mavericks low-key just because of fucking Luka. Yeah, um, sure. Luka's the best. But, yeah, I, I'll, I'll definitely follow the Spurs. I, I might even go to one of the games. I, I, I want to catch uh, Greg Popovich before he retires. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Or maybe you catch him on his last season, his last game. Oh, that'd be Yeesh. sick. Sick, sick. You go to his last game, that'd be unbelievable, <laughs> Greg Popovich. So well, we're not going to talk about basketball here. We're going <laughs> to talk about hockey. We're going to talk about a little bit of the NHL draft, a little bit of Montreal Canadiens finally have a first overall pick, a little bit of who are they going to take, a little bit of um, people on Twitter aren't real, and uh, is Grant McCagg a real human? We haven't figured that out yet. So we're an NPC. Okay. <laughs> we haven't figured that out, so we're going to jump into it right now. Uh, so, I mean, since the beginning of since as soon as Shane Wright was sniffing the NHL, everybody knew he was going to be a top two pick. I mean, that's just the way it is. You were singing singing his praises last year. I hadn't known him that much up until that point because you know I don't follow the OHL. But at the end of the day, he's getting the buzz. He deserves the buzz. And now all of a sudden, there's something that comes in there, and his name is Yurav Slavkowski, a big winger, massive winger, good player, solid player. Deserves to be in the top three. All of a sudden, he's being, they're saying like, maybe the Habs are going to take him. Or maybe they're going to take Logan Cooley. And we don't know. That's why we're talking Alex, the intern right now, um, to tell us who will the Habs take and why is it Shane Wright? (laughs) So, look, the the fan base is pretty dead set on Shane Wright. Right now, well, from, from what I've noticed on Twitter, especially, Facebook, they're a little bit uh, weird because uh, I, I see a lot of them. They're like, oh, Habs definitely should take Slavkovsky. We made a mistake with Kokkinami Kachuk. So we definitely have to take Slavkovsky. So uh, that's that so, I never understood that logic. I don't know. They think size matters. But. I get it. But what are those two players <laughs> with these two players? Honestly, they, they just have this PTSD, I guess, with. We, we we missed out on Kachuk, so let's not miss out on him. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I think I think that's what the they also have a I'd say recency bias. I think oh, that's yeah, what, sure. what, what that's what it's called. Zavkovsky, so you know, played uh, the the uh, the men's world championship. Had a good run against uh, poor teams, uh, not poor, but you know the ones who are not as strong as. He, uh, he, he had, the lower echelon of the international hockey world. Yeah, he, well, he not lower echelon. I mean, lower echelon would be like Greece, you know. 
I mean, I don't know how good I don't know how good any uh, the ice grease bio, uh, ice hockey team is, but I know their ball hockey team is pretty good. But I don't know how good their ice hockey team is. I don't think they've ever really done anything. Yeah, I think they got they got destroyed by Israel one year, and it was um, Sherbatov scored like a, a sick goal against them, like thirteen to one or something like that. It was crazy. Sherbatov, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that tells me something. He yeah, plays yeah. for Israel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, back to what I was saying with Slavkovsky, he had a good run against teams that are not as that aren't necessarily good. He was great against Kazakhstan, the best all time player of Kazakhstan, and Nick Antropov. And I met him, when- nice guy, beauty, <laughs> huge. huge, yeah, yeah, he's fucking huge, he's a fucking unit. He also I, I, uh, didn't read my message on Instagram. I was offended. And I was, really, and I used to have Antropov. I, I used to always transfer Antropov from Atlanta Trashers to the Montreal <laughs> Canadiens on my NHL games. Did he have the to, blue, Did he have the blue visor in the game too? Yeah, 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 yeah. He had that whole thing. <laughs> oh, he's so big. He's so big, man. It's crazy how big he is. His kid is actually really good. His kid is very good. Well, yeah, I mean, Slavkovsky itself. I, I see as a recency bias and Kent Hughes mentioning that he's not looking for the current best player. Because I do think I'd say Sofkoski has a little bit more maturity, a little bit more um, uh, NHL ready skills than right, I'd say. Yeah. How however I do he's see bigger. exactly, exactly. He's six four. And his parents are huge too. His parents, uh, his mom is six four. What? And his and his dad is six six. I think that's his mom is six four. If his mom is six four, that means he's going to be seven feet tall. Like this. Exactly. So one thing that I'm worried about Zofkovsky is that he becomes six six because he's not. He's still yeah, eighteen I mean, years listen, old. He's he's also filled up, right? Like so, he's not. Like he's six four. He's two thirty. He's not six four two ten. Or two hundred five, or even one ninety. He's six four, two thirty. It's a like he's got a big frame, so he's kind of a, he's holding up his body. I'm not really worried about that. If he gains two inches, it really won't hurt him that as much as you would think, because he's got a big frame. If he was slender, I think he'll be fine. I think he's going to be a fantastic forward. He'll be great. But for for the Habs' need right now, but, but if they're not I'm, taking right, they're taking Cooley. That's just basically what I see. But, Realistically speaking, if if he ends up being six six, how many six six wingers do you know that have actually had success in the NHL? Uh, six six okay. wingers. How, uh, six six wingers. I mean, those those are the those usually those are the bruisers. <laughs> exactly, Michael McCarron. <laughs> oh, I, I remember him. <laughs> was wasn't he a center? No, he wasn't. A center. I wonder how tall Patrick Lyon is. I think he's six four, right? Uh, he's a he's a pretty big boy too. I mean, Pacioretty is is about six four also. Six three, uh, I think. Yeah, he's more six four though. Like he's a big yeah. guy. Um, you would you don't realize, but like you know, Kachuk is a is like six four. Yeah, you don't realize, but he's a fucking monster. You know, so like guys like that, Tom Wilson is about six three. Um, yeah, but when you think of six six, you think. Six foot six, you think of a defenseman, right? You don't think of a forward. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, but the thing is, humans were getting bigger. We've been getting bigger out through all time, right? So it's the scales just balancing out. I don't think that the size, like I've seen kids like like six foot six and they're super lanky and they can't move. And I've seen kids at seven feet that are filled up at the same age 
and they're like super athletic. Not obviously, I'm exaggerating. Well, yeah, honest, you, but... you look at the basketball players. Yeah, they're super athletic. They're yeah. If you look at notes like uh, Bogdanovich, the big guy there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like him, like the the guy that played in the movie Hustle. Him and the other guy that played in the movie Hustle. They're the same height, but they're both made differently. You know what I mean? So it all depends on your body. I mean, Slavkovsky, he's huge and he moves really well, and he's 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 a monster. He's gonna be good. I just don't think it's what the Habs need right now. I just exactly. Don't... And I think, judging by Cantus's press conference, he mentioned, "Hey, I want uh, the best player when it's when once he reaches 22, 23, 24. He's not actually looking for the best player at the moment. And that, to me, the way the way I interpret that is, it's between Cooley and, and Wright. Cooley." has an amazing potential. He's been compared to Sebastian Ajo, which I'm sorry, like, I- I'd love a Sebastian Ajo in the Habs. Oh, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> the guy's fucking nasty. And listen, I don't really like the comparisons to Bergeron. I've mentioned it on Twitter. Uh, I just don't see Wright reaching that defensive level of Bergeron. And that's why I see him more as a... And others have said it before me, Mika Zibanejad, who we've seen this past playoffs, amazing run, uh, scored, I don't even know how many goals, had many points. Um, but overall, Mika Zibanejad is a great comparable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not nothing to be shy of. Uh, but if we have a Sebastian Ajo, uh, that's very dynamic. Um, he can, you know, skate pretty well he me he uh covers a lot of ice so honestly as much as everyone's going to be shocked at first i wouldn't i'm not i'm actually favoring cooley over slavkovsky i think cooley will bring us more long term than yeah. slavkovsky he fits However, the need, right you can always I'll, get you can always get a big winger I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, free agency, free agency, trade deadline. You can always, exactly. you can always get, get, you can always get them. Because um, honestly, the only time I'd pick a winger over a center is when we're talking about Ovechkin. It's when we're talking about Patrick uh, Kane. It's yeah. when we're talking about wingers who are actually making a huge difference on the mm-hmm. ice. Sofkovsky, I haven't seen that dif- difference maker aspect of him yet. Yeah, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be the winger like the guy, you gotta be like a fucking sniper. Like you gotta be uh, a goal a game in in any tournament you're playing in. You know what I mean? Like that's basically what you have to. If you if you miss out a game, you don't score the next one. You gotta bury three. That's just how it is. And I just don't feel like Slavkovsky Slavkovsky has that. He does have first round t- talent. I mean, there's no doubt. Yeah, for that. sure. I mean, for yeah. what he's done, just looking at his stats and everything like that. But overall, I mean, let, let's let's. I think. People are are just looking past Shane Wright. The only reason why is because people are always fascinated by something new. And Slavkovsky's name was new. And all these people are like, oh, yeah, it's true. What about this guy? Oh, I we, I just want to be different. So I'm going to say people just want to be different at this point. And whatever whatever the Habs do, whatever Hughes does, and I honestly, up until this point, he hasn't stirred us wrong or any. He's been honest. He's been up for it. And I think that he's going to go right or coolly, like you said. I mean, that's just basically what it is. And I think ultimately they'll pick right. Uh, I think that's because of I'd say also size, man. Uh, Cooley, <laughs> Cooley's the same size as 
Suzuki and Shane Wright is six one, almost six two. Yeah. Uh so I'd say honestly, well, he's six one, yeah, not six two. But I I'd go I'd go more with the Shane Wright route in, instead of Cooley. Uh, it was, it's going to give us a, a little bit more size. He's obviously bigger than Cooley as well. Who's uh, Who are the Habs going to take uh, number 26? So the Habs got two first-round picks this year. Uh, they got their tr- for their trade with uh, for Toffoli. They got a first-round pick from the Calgary Flames. So what are they going to do with that pick? I, th- as far deep as that goes into the draft, Alex, I know nothing. Absolutely nothing. So so, so so here's my hot take. There's no way the Habs pick 26. I think the Habs are moving up 100%. Yeah, for Either to get up in the – either move a couple spots or even go for or, – or, or, or even swing for defenses. They could even go top 10 again. So Jeff Gorton uh, is known to move up. He's mm-hmm. he's done it a lot of times with the Rangers over the past four years. I'd say he kept moving. There, the past four drafts of Jeff Gorton, he moved up in all four of those drafts. Oh, really? He picked he he moved up to pick uh, Keandre Miller, who uh, he's a, he's a great defenseman right now. Yeah, uh, he had a great playoff this year. Moved up to get Brandon Schneider, another one, another one, uh, and I'm missing a couple others, but he moved up in. And nailed every single of his moved up. So who in the top ten? Who in the top ten is willing to move to move up? Uh, right now, as as we're as we're speaking, it's the the Ottawa Senators. Uh, uh, the New, the New Jersey Devils are open to trading the numbers number two overall pick, oh. but that's the Habs are going <laughs> to have to give up a little bit more. Uh, yeah, Chow Caulfield, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Devils are going to ask for Caulfields. Yeah, it's the only um, it's the only player they would want. Some people are, were mentioning, hey, would Josh Anderson plus the twenty six plus the plus let's see, Logan Mayu would be enough? Uh, I'm oh, like, no, 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 it's it's a little throw, bit short. I'd rather throw the thirty third pick in there than than Logan Mayu. <laughs> no, for real. No, like I'm saying, like the kid's gonna be good, and, and you're giving up a lot at that point because Josh Anderson still has a big piece on this team, so it's not like he's, it's not like he's kind of like declining. He's still playing well, you know. He's still playing his style. He's still earning what he's supposed to earn. Then you're giving a, a prospect on top of that. The only player the Devils would want, logistically, really, really want is Caulfield. I of mean, just, just to partner up with the Hughes brothers, you know, just just there. He's going to yeah, be fantastic with that. Because Jack Hughes has, already has a that chemistry with Cole. Yeah. So, obviously, that would be their starting point. I don't... And all three of them would play for Team USA. Like, it's just going to be... It would be one of the... It would be another... That would actually be so sick if it was Hughes, Hughes, and Caulfield. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. It would actually be sick. Let, let's bring on the Hughes guys. Sh- sh- trade the house for the, for the Hughes brothers. Bring them to Montreal. They play for the Canadians and the Americans. Imagine, man. I, I, I had a moment. I'm so fucking stuck with Suzuki. Like I, I, yeah, I, he's good. Because technically, to get Hughes, we'd have to give up Suzuki. That's yeah. That's uh, we, we. There's no way around it. Yeah. Um. 
so I think the New Jersey Devils trade to the second pick is a pipe dream. If it happens, I'm 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 falling off my fucking chair. Yeah. And we're gonna be on live stream, are we? For the draft? Yeah. That's a good question, actually. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> while no, you're looking at that, wor- I might be working, yeah. Sorry. Oh, while you're looking at that, well well, me and John said we're gonna be on live stream. Okay, cool. But but back to what I was saying. Uh, the Ottawa Senators are looking for a re- uh, player who's ready right now because that uh, Pierre Dorian, he said, um, the rebuild is done. I want to compete starting from next year. So they're ready to move the number seven pick for a player who's ready right now, an NHL player right now. So people were, again, throwing Josh Henderson into that conversation, which, look. And this is this is to Ottawa? Yeah, to Ottawa, and that's the one thing I don't want. It's, it's tough. a it's tough interdivision trade. I hate yeah. those because those those trades is it's it basically mar- marks your uh, your career as a GM because if you fuck up that trade, it's gonna oh, haunt. Yeah. It's gonna haunt you. Forever. It's gonna haunt you forever. I mean. Listen, it depends on the situation. I mean, listen, Josh Anderson can go. Let's say we trade Josh. Thinking about Josh Anderson in the Ottawa Senators actually gives me anxiety because because I know it's going to be a good rivalry. <laughs> I know it's going to be a good rivalry. That's why. And I don't want to hate Josh Anderson. You know, I I really I mean, can't big, picture big Josh, that. right? Big Dick Josh. Yeah. I don't have the I don't have the picture on Streamyard anymore, but you know, Big Dick <laughs> Josh. We love. Yeah, him. that's the thing, man. I I can't picture him in that jersey. I can even. I can picture him in any other jerseys except maybe Toronto and Boston, but <laughs> I I can't picture him in, in a rival jersey. I can't. Yeah, I don't want to see that shit. I um, see, uh, J.A. The, stay here forever, forever. Personally, my trade that I, I, I would love to make is sending Jeff Petrie over to Detroit. Four? Uh, the, the number eight pick. Oh, what? To you, think pick up, would, you think they would do that? They're a team that's kind of rebuilding. I don't know if Eisenman would do that. But Iserman is also looking for a support for our cider. So, like, so to basically complete mm-hmm. the top four of defensemen. Yeah, I guess so, I guess Peachy fits that for sure. And they don't have a lot of cap, right? Well, I mean, they have always, a lot of cap space. Is we, what I mean. we can always get a contract back as well. Oh, that's true. That's true. So, the number eight pick, and I, and and the, and the guy would pick at number yeah. eight. Jonathan Lekirimaki. Oh, that's a good name. Lekirimaki. That's such a sex porno name. It's like... (laughs) Yorkie Paka was another one. Yeah, Yorkie Paka was a good name. Yeah, it sounds a bit like Johnny Sins, you know? Yeah. (laughs) The Finnish version. (laughs) It's going to be Johnny Lekirimaki. Yeah, exactly. Johnny K-O with a capital N. And three eyes. Johnny Mackey. Johnny Mackey. Mackey. But yeah, uh, the, the, the reason why I'm looking at John, uh, Jonathan Lecker Mackey is because he's, uh, he's, a, he's a sniper. He, yeah. he, uh, he scores goals. And I think that's the perfect complement to have basically have two duos, have Shane Wright Caulfield and have... Um, like Rimaki and Wright, and that would be our duos on the on the top six, and the rest would be gaps. We can just basically switch 
have whatever the player we want and switch up whenever and play it around exactly and just be it just basically make uh trade deadline moves i mean it, a whole i love when they announce trades i love when they announce trades i mean it's, <laughs> yeah no for real it's the it's probably one of the best parts of of the draft is when gary Bennett i wish I, I, I wish to announce I, I wish the NHL had the same sound as the NFL. You know, yeah, yeah. I wish they had that sound. Oh, does that sound broadcast in the room? Like everybody hears it? I think so. Oh, I thought it was only for the broadcast. I think, yeah. That's, yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, it makes sense because of now I'm thinking about the audio. It does sound like it You know, I've never been there. to an actual draft, and that's what I that, – and that's one of my goals, um, lifetime goals, go to a, a draft. What, what it was yeah, it has to be on my bucket list. I, I went to the I went to the draft when we drafted Louis LeBlanc. I was here. I wanted to go to that one, but I was too young, bro. Ah, oh, it's true. Yeah. So we went. Uh, that's where I actually <laughs> met I met Rob Shrimp for the first time there. I think he actually got us tickets. Now that I think about it. Um, but yeah, so it was that was cool, you know. Like and you're you're in the Bell Center and you see all the GMs and we have pretty good seats too. And you see all the GMs and they're all just like there on the phone talking, w- walking to each other's tables, you know, like like. We're, we're looking at all and he got leaked like work. And, he, and, and and his pick got leaked because uh, there's a person that took a picture and it said louis leblanc on the oh really uh, number f- number 15th that was his pick yeah it was saying uh, louis leblanc and everyone saw it, it was crazy that's too uh, funny and as for number 33 pick if he falls down to us I would either go with Nathan Gaucher. Mm. I see him being as a great shutdown third line center. Uh, he plays for the Quebec Ramparts, and uh, he, this year he had more than a point per game as a second center on the team. So, and next year he's going to have a first line center role, which I think he's going to get a lot more points. He's going to grow even more. So I think Nathan Gaucher is is like a Patrice Bergeron pick, where he's too many people come... comparing too many people to Patrice Bergeron. I feel like he he's a like standard. Cheapening the name a bit. I think we're cheapening the name of Patrice <laughs> Bergeron. At this point. No, I'm not. No, it's not necessarily just against you, but I just feel like every time there's a French Quebec, a French Canadian uh, uh, center, it's like oh, he's like Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that Patrice Bergeron, nobody knew who he was, and then until he became who he was, like he wasn't like a like a highly. Uh, and Terry, who did we pick? Who did we pick ahead of Bergeron? Was that Kostitsin's year? No, no, no. It was David Fisher, Corey Urquhart. Who the fuck is that guy? Corey, we drafted Corey Urquhart in the first round. No, second round. No, Bergeron. Oh, was Bergeron was in the second round. Well, who who did we take in the first round that year? Good question, actually. I don't even know. So the way I see it is that when people when people say why they draft that guy in the second round, they could have drafted this guy. Every team gave up that guy at least once. So after the first round, you can't make that statement anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's... Because if he was good enough, if Patrice Bergeron was... we, If we... Obviously, if you knew what Patrice Bergeron was going to be like today, then you would draft him first overall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. That's the hindsight being twenty twenty. Probably wouldn't have done it the same way. But the thing is, is that we we were too easy to jump and compare it to to Bergeron. Okay. I think he's had he's had like maybe Nathan Gaucher is gonna have like this second round 
you know, uh, not really like, you know, maybe he will. I just think we're very quick. We're very quick. Yeah, and the thing goes, like I said, well, well, look, we we had uh, Rafael Avon on our on our podcast, and even him, the the French media was saying he's going to be our first round pick instead of Caulfield. Oh, you know how, like you know, I mean, you know, this, no disrespect to him, but right? Lavoie himself, if you remember correctly, Lavoie himself said the Cavs made a right pick. So, yeah. so it's not like you know he, he knew he knew so. And, but anyways, back, uh, back to what I was saying, Nathan Gauthier would be a great third line center, uh, even with potential of being a second center. Uh, so, so having that great center line that we might have uh, might start with Nathan Gauthier as our third center, basically. What? Or, so I was even thinking Nathan Gauthier, or the second guy would be Lane Hudson. Beauty left-handed defenseman yeah i know it's not a lefty but the guy knows how to fucking transport the puck from end to end he could be a very a fucking sleeper pick uh at the beginning of first the second round the 33rd pick there you go alex the intern i mean uh did, did marco put out his um his draft analysis yet? His draft uh, list yet? I don't think he has. Yeah, anywhere. yeah. They, uh, they they put up their um, his his rankings oh, is up, did, okay. and, and also his mock draft is up as well. There you go. So uh, maybe one day, Alex, you'll make your own. If I have it's time, too much man. work. It's too much work. Too much. Too, too, too much. Guys, work. I appreciate what these when Mark, guys like Marco D'Amico do. Go check him out on Twitter. If I it was Marco getting paid and for it, yeah. If if I was actually getting paid for it, like a full time job, I'd do it. No oh, for sure. I mean, if it's not my type of thing to like research. It's not like uh, I, I like, like show it to me and I'll understand it. <laughs> I like analyzing stuff. So. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, go check out Marco's. Um, hopefully, the Habs don't fuck it up this year. But if we draft right, is he playing next year? Who knows? Maybe yes. Maybe no. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think there's a rush for him either. So. Not yeah, it's like, gonna depend on the camp and the preseason. Let's yeah. see what he does. But if he's, hope... if he's the second best center coming out of camp, then might as well at this point. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, let's Cooley, see. What, let's see. Cooley's what definitely do. going to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cooley's definitely going back to uh, college. He, he's committed already. Uh, but yeah, Wright is really up in the air on us at this point. So let's see what they do uh, tomorrow night because this is going to be going out on July 6th. So tomorrow night, the Habs in Montreal have the first overall pick. Um, the Habs haven't had a first overall pick since what year? 1980? 1980. 1980, and Doug Wickenheiser was the number one pick. 1980, Doug Wickenheiser. Will Shane Wright be the Doug Wickenheiser <laughs> of the 21st century? Uh, let's see if Ken Hughes and Jeff Gordon can get this right. If they don't get it right, and they go whatever they want to do. If they sorry, if they don't go right and they go slap, they go coolie, they go if they think Nathan Gauthier is the next Patrice Bergeron and they draft him first overall, I'm not gonna care until I see the kid play hockey. Oh, and, and, and one last thing I want to uh, talk uh well say. Yesterday Ken Hughes in a press conference said, I do not know who's my who's my first overall pick yet. Yesterday, and he has two more days to think about it. So, do you think that's a poker game, or that, or no? Because you, if you listen to the wording of it, I don't know who my first overall pick is yet, because he hasn't made his first overall pick yet. 
So he's only going to, he, what he's saying is I'm only going to know when I make the pick. So he, he doesn't mean that he's 50, 50. All that means is that he's not, he hasn't made the pick yet. That's all it means. Yeah. Cause the whole media world is like worried, like, Oh my God, he, 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 he doesn't know what he's doing yet. It, and you know, shit like that. Listen, so, I think, I think the, the, the amount that we've seen Shane Wright talking about Montreal and how he wants to play for Montreal and all that. I think that's just, these are things that are adding to him and he's end up, he's going to end up winning. Even if it's 50, 50, he's going to end up winning it. So let's see what happens tomorrow night. Hopefully they get it done. We get it done right. And hopefully everybody enjoys all the, all the supporters. I know a bunch of people are, are like uh, all like the Habs Twitter people are flying in to go to the draft uh, to every one of them. Have fun. It's a blast. Um, I went to the I draft. wish I was there. I went I to the wish. draft when, I, when Louis LeBlanc was drafted in the first round. Uh, local kid, West Island. Um, and everybody went nuts. So I can only imagine when they make the, if they make the pick first overall, everybody's going to go nuts. First overall pick we haven't had since 1980. Uh, Alex, I appreciate you coming on, man, for episode three of uh, Summer of Terry. Uh, we'll continue this going forward. We'll do a follow-up. And uh, hopefully we do that uh, live stream. Yeah, stay tuned for a live stream. Uh, hopefully it happens, yeah. So tomorrow night live stream, we'll talk and we'll figure it out. Um, till then, peace. Peace.